Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. I'd like to explore Shafakhar's question, referring back to the examination on self-importance that we had yesterday or the day before. His view is that, or the question was, is it useful to distinguish between gratitude, or I beg your pardon, self-importance that's based on resentment, or self-importance that's based on gratitude? Um, intuitively and initially, that, that has to be a useful distinction because um, clearly, if my sense of self-importance is based on an experience of having been done in, I'm, they're not recognizing me for my worth, or um, I'll show them who I am, then that is destructive both to oneself and to the world, the social, at least the social world around you. So gratitude, uh, I beg your pardon, um, uh, self-importance based on resentment is a, is a difficult and a dangerous thing. Um, I did, I did uh, wonder a little bit about this issue of self-importance based on, on gratitude because from one point of view it's um, one could say that uh, it's 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 akin to saying um, I'm so grateful I'm so special um, and um, that also doesn't feel right to me uh, maybe um, uh, self-importance based on gratitude is um, is an outcome of a recognition that who you are and what you've been made and what that the place that you have in the world is clearly the result of uh, a series of blessings and of events and of processes that are bigger than your own intelligence. So. You could say, I'm really grateful for the life I have, I'm for the position I have in the world so that I can see what I can see and I can experience what I can experience. Um, so if we say self-importance is a recognition of some specialness and then to say that the specialness of the self and that that specialness is the product of things that I cannot claim, that I'm grateful for, then possibly one could kind of make a, uh, um, an argument to say that uh, self-importance based on gratitude is not toxic. You, you may remember that this discussion of self-importance, however, was the outcome of uh, an exploration of this Castaneda quote that said that self-importance is the... Is, uh, is an attribute of the very worst and the very best in us. 
Um, and I think that the selves that are being referred to uh, in the distinction between the very worst and very best are in a sense different selves. And both the discourse of, on gratitude and the resentment are based on, let's say, self A. So one way of looking at the self is, is you as a person in the world with an identity and with uh, 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 a form occupying a place in the world. So if I think of myself as Ibrahim Skaitima, I have this, I occupy a place in the world. I have an identity. Um, I do have a name. There are all sorts of handles associated with me. I do have a form. And insofar as I have a form, that means that I am at some level something that's seen, something that is significant to others. Um, now, both uh, resentment and gratitude can account for me uh, affirming the specialness of that thing that is being seen, that self. But I do think that the, the self that's being referred to, which is concerned with the highest form of self-importance, is not that self. It's not the self that occupies space, that has an identity and a biographic story. The distinction I'd like to uh, use or is to point out the odd experience of looking into a mirror. Um, you must have had this experience that when you look into a mirror and you look at what this being that is presented you in front of the mirror with eyes and a face and arms and legs, um, that being does not at all correspond with the thing that's looking that's doing the looking. In other words, this thing behind your eyes. You know, the, I mean, the thing behind your eyes that's looking at the form in the mirror doesn't have a form. It doesn't have, just feel it. Feel on the inside. Feel the spaciousness that your attention is coming from. Does that spaciousness have sort of four appendages sticking out in opposite directions called limbs? Uh, does it have... Um, does it have a, a, a kind of, you know, any particular shape that corresponds with the shape that you see in the mirror? If you sort of localize the attention on the inside of your face, does that correspond with the eye color that you see, the seeing? So, so you can see that the thing that's doing the experiencing on the inside is not at all the thing that you see in the mirror. The thing that you see in the mirror is the first way of understanding the self. It is thing that is the one that is seen, the one that occupies space, the one that has a story. The thing that's doing the seeing is a second way of seeing the self. And that is actually radically different from uh, the one that's occupying space in the world, the one that is seen in the mirror. It is fundamentally and categorically different. 
The one that is in the mirror is seen. The one who's doing the seeing is, in a sense, the opposite of the one that is seen. What are the attributes of the one that is seen? It has a story, it has a form, it has a shape, it, has, um, it, has a, it occupies a very specific space. Now, if you invite yourself to get quiet and relax into the spaciousness behind your eyes, then you will recognize that the thing that is doing the seeing, the second way of understanding the self, has no shape, is infinitely deep, has, um, uh, has nothing about it that can be perceived like an object in the world. The thing that is seen is an object in the world, the thing that is doing the seeing is outside of the world, looking into the world. The first one, self-importance based on the first one, whether it is a, um, a sort of a, an, a, a, an obviously toxic self-importance which is concerned with uh, how badly I've been done to and sort of I'll show them that sort of resentment or a sense of the importance of the thing I'm looking at is that uh, um, uh, I've been made by forces bigger than myself. It's still referring to the thing that exists in the world. The stupendous self, the one that produces, um, that produces all phenomena, but the, the, sort of the, the, the source of the light that is cast out over existence. That is, the, that, that is the highest part of ourself. To grant that thing its importance, to make that reality the central theme of your life, is a, is a radically different kind of importance as, the, as granting importance to the thing that is being seen or the thing that appears. Again, it is the distinction between the king and the kingmaker. There's, when I seek to be the king, I will end up in a, a battle for succession. Because that's what the phenomenal world is about. It's about contending beings, each trying to occupy the same space. However, when I cease trying to be the one who is seen, when I allow myself to go deeply into my inner and occupy that fathomless and formless space, then I will recognize that my true strength is not to be the one who is seen, but to be the one who is doing the seeing. Because that's the one that designates what is meaningful. That is the one who ascribes significance, meaning. That's a in a sense, we're talking about different selves here. Self-importance that's based on the first self, the self that occupies space. That self, at the end of the day, I think, will deliver one in heartache and, uh, and conflict with the world. Self-importance that is based on honoring the depth that is within you, 
and foregoing any sense of importance in the world so that you can be the one who grants significance. To understand how important that is, to be the one who's the observer and not the doer. That is the source of all fulfillment and that is the source of all harmony. In Allah, our Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Um, I would like to uh, maybe indicate a bit of an afterthought of my previous exploration of the distinction between self-importance based on gratitude and self-importance based on resentment. Um, and in a sense, it is um, kind of revisiting uh, Sheikh Fakhr's view that uh, maybe self-importance based on gratitude is uh, is a positive thing, and um, so again, if I, I mean consider my life, um, I mean I do occupy a space in my life. I live in a zawiya. I teach from the zawiya. Uh, there are people associated with our circle at the zawiya. I'm in a business, I'm a founding member of a business. I used to be the CEO of that business for quite a while. So there is a place and there is a, a, a place that's occupied and a place that has some significance, I think, in the world, that is seen to have some significance. And in a sense, to deny that would be kind of doing violence to the truth. I mean, that doesn't feel right. I mean that, uh, so the issue isn't to say that those things aren't true. The issue is not to claim ownership of them. I mean, you know, because if I consider, I mean, certainly my uh, in both instances the uh, uh, what has happened in my inner world and in my inner life that sort of resulted in the the desire and what's happened in my business life that's resulted in. In, uh, in our business, um, the, the, every step of the way has really been by the, uh, as a grace from Allah. Um, uh, and very often, what I contributed to the process was not um, success, but actually uh, um, sort of weakness and challenge. So... Uh, I think it's true to say that Sheikh um, Fahad's uh, view that maybe self-importance that's based on gratitude is a wholesome thing. Thank you. <laughs>